It is by standing on guard for our country and rebuilding our military at home that we protect our country. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need the resolve to resist. Well, exciting words you heard at the offset there from Pierre Pauly, leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. This could well be truly a new Conservative Party of Canada that is really, truly conservative. Now, those are excerpt, that's an excerpt from his speech to the Conservative Party Policy Convention in Quebec City over the weekend, and it was quite a good speech. I'm in no political party's pocket. And as soon as the Conservative Party disappoints me, I'm going to tell you that. And I'll tell them that too. But this weekend did not disappoint. There were some very, very good things said. We're going to hear more of that speech and more of that specific segment that we played it at the beginning of the show. Just to show you. I think this guy might mean business. You know, I said the same thing with Stephen Harper. At the very beginning, Stephen Harper became more and more of a centrist and moved farther and farther to the left while he was prime minister. I hope this doesn't happen to Pierre Polyev. But you know what? It might not because I think he gets it. He gets it that conservatism is something we need to celebrate and not hide from. It was said by retired General Mazenov, who was also one of the speakers at this convention, that we have to stop apologizing for being conservative. He's not the first one to say that. I've been saying that for years. But it's nice to hear that at a conservative party convention. We don't often hear that. Let's hear a little bit more from, from uh, Pierre Polyev. In a dangerous world, depends not on attending yet another gab fest at the UN or, God forbid, Davos. Nor do we secure Canada by sending more and more aid to foreign dictators. It is by standing on guard for our country and rebuilding our military at home that we protect our country. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Give it up for our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and veterans. Okay. It's nice to hear any leader ask the crowd to applaud for our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and veterans. I'm a veteran myself. I was an airman. I was a public affairs officer in the Air Force. I was proud of my my service to my country. I was proud to wear the uniform. And people like Justin Trudeau, the current prime minister, make a lot of people not so proud to wear that uniform because he disparages it. And we've heard there's more cuts, military cuts coming along the way. Even as Trudeau continues to miss the 2% of GDP that he's promised for years as our NATO commitment. He's not going to reach that. And privately, he knows he won't. And he knows he doesn't want to. But he can give billions of dollars away to Ukraine, can't he? I won't get into that today. I want to focus on... Mr. Polyev's speech, which I think was excellent. 
and I think he really touched a lot of bases. Now we're going to listen to a little bit more of it, and I've tried to select what I think are the most relevant and pertinent parts of it. He didn't fight for our freedom abroad so the Prime Minister could take it away at home. He said he admires the dictators in Cuba and Beijing. His radical censorship laws, which Margaret Atwood called creeping totalitarianism, and which make news disappear from social media, violate our constitutional freedom of expression. We will repeal Justin Trudeau's censorship laws and restore freedom of speech on campus, online, and everywhere in Canada. Okay. Now, in the first segment, he touched on something that we all can agree with. Let's stop having our domestic policy being made in Davos, Switzerland, by the World Economic Forum and people like Klaus Schwab and their puppets, Justin Trudeau and other world leaders who are in bed with the WEF. Glad he said that. Thank God he said that. Now, he goes on in this segment to, to address something that I address here on this station every week. And that's we have got to defeat Justin Trudeau's censorship legislation. It's not just one bill. It's not just two bills. It's three bills. I call it a trilogy of censorship, a censorship trilogy. And the worst is coming. The worst is coming in the fall because there's they're going to be the reintroduction of what was originally called the online safety bill. I don't know if it's going to retain that current name, but it's going to be the same in substance because I have read the focus group studies that the Liberal Party and the government has been doing with sympathetic people. What does it amount to? Anything the Liberal Party, anything Justin Trudeau and his government doesn't agree with will be labeled disinformation and subject to being banned and possibly prosecution for those disseminating it. And they have intentionally not defined what disinformation is because they don't want to, because that will restrict their ability to prosecute and to stop people from posting information they disagree with. Thank God Polyev says he's going to repeal that legislation if it's passed. And it's going to repeal the two pieces of legislation that are already corroding our free speech and our internet safety, real safety in this country. It's always the reverse of what Trudeau says it is. He says it's about safety. It's not about safety. It's about posing a danger to your free speech and your ability to communicate freely without restriction. So that's all nonsense. Bravo for Pierre Polyev for making it clear that a conservative government will repeal this legislation. Let's hear some more. We'll get, bring home control of our democracy, give people back control of their lives, and make Canada once again the freest nation on earth. Freedom. Freedom used to be uncontroversial. <laughs> Freedom was part of the Canadian consensus. Liberals believed in liberty, conservatives believed in conserving it. Today's liberals run down freedom so that they can justify taking it away. So often today, we hear that we can't allow freedom, that we need bureaucrats and experts to dictate what ordinary people can hear and say. Because ordinary people, in quotation marks, 
can't make their own decisions. But let me tell you, my friends, I've met these so-called ordinary people, and they are not ordinary. They are extraordinary. And they have the common sense of the common people to make their own decisions and be masters in their country. So Pierre Polyev is running a common sense revolution. He's standing up for ordinary Canadians who he says are extraordinary, extraordinary. And he's going to stand on guard for what Canada is all about, and that's freedom. Now, I don't know if Canada was always the freest country on earth, but I sure was one of the freest, but it's no longer that. It's becoming a laughingstock, an embarrassment, and an authoritarian nightmare because of Justin Trudeau. And it's nice to hear a politician expound on the idea that freedom is a wonderful thing. But you know what? It's a fragile thing, as former President Ronald Reagan, the great late Ronald Reagan, said. Freedom and liberty is fragile and can disappear within a generation. It's been disappearing within eight years of the Trudeau government, and we have got to bring it back. Now, I am enthused about this convention. I'm enthused about what Pierre Pauly has done. I'm also enthused about some policy resolutions. And I think it's very important. One of them included the right to refuse a vaccine. Should be sacrosanct in Canada. But Justin Trudeau ran his government on the principle that you couldn't refuse a vaccine and work or live or be expected to be a part of society. You were ostracized. And you were basically forced to take that vaccine if you wanted to travel, if you wanted to work, if you wanted to live in this country as a normal human being and not in a cave someplace. He's also saying you have a right to refuse employment training for ideological reasons. You know what that means? That's critical race theory, that people in many corporations and throughout government are having shoved down their throat and they're forced to do this or they're going to lose their jobs if they don't submit to this re-education that says everything in life is based on race. It's all defined by race. And there are two people. There are those, there are the victors. And there are those who are basically the slaves. There are those who are oppressed. There's the oppressor and the oppressed. And if you're white, you're nat naturally and must be the oppressor. And if you're non-white, you have to be oppressed. That's an insult, not only to whites, but to non-whites. To tell them they're, they have to be oppressed because of the color of their skin, it's nonsense. Polyev saying no to that. The Conservative Party saying no to that. Get the way CTV phrases this one, though. Because one of the resolutions would see a Conservative government restrict gender-affirming medical care. What does that mean? What is gen gender-affirming medical care? BS. That's chemical castration and pharmaceutical castration. That is making little boys not little boys anymore by taking away their private parts. That's not gender-affirming. And that's not medical care. That's the same kind of medical care he got in concentration camps. That is nonsense. And CTV ex repeats this lie that it's both gender affirming and it's medical care. It's not care. It's bad, evil medicine. 
And what else? Another opposes the inclusion of trans women in women's spaces, such as sports teams and in bathrooms. You know what? Common sense. Biological males should not be wandering around women's change rooms. They should not be competing in women's sports. They want to say they're women. That's fine. But biologically, they should not be competing against women. They should not be wandering around women's change room with their private parts hanging out. That is disgusting. That is an insult to the women in the change room. And you know what? When this whole thing started, we called it the bathroom bill because we said, you know what? It's going to mean that some guy who says he's a woman can walk into a women's change room and watch. People said, oh, never going to happen. That's not the purpose of this bill. That's not what this is all about. But of course, it is happening every day all over the place. And it's becoming epidemic. The conservatives are saying no to that. Thank God for that. Thank God. They've got the guts to stand up for that. Now, I, I see they didn't discuss abortion. Not that I've seen anyway. That doesn't surprise me. That's still verboten. But maybe we'll get to the point where we can talk about abortion, too, at not only conservative party policy conventions, but in the public forum during elections. And we can move on from Canada being one of the few countries in the world that has unrestricted abortion on demand up to the last trimester, up to the baby being born. Maybe we can move beyond that. Maybe we can actually have a debate, a discussion about how immoral that is. How disgusting that is. Maybe we can get back to having a debate about that. And stop listening to the left-wing idiots who say, oh, that, it, that, that has been settled. That issue has been settled. So wait for it now from the left-wing media and the liberal and NDP. They will be coming out and saying, Polyev is dangerous. He leads a far-right party that's, that is somehow homophobic, although... I don't know how they could read that into it at all, that it's transphobic because they don't think little kids should be changing their gender, especially without telling their parents. This is another thing that conservatives are standing up for. Parental rights. Parents have a right to know if their children want to change their pronouns or change their gender. But, but they are standing up for some very basic issues. This is a common sense revolution. This is a new conservative party. But I tell you, that's not how the mainstream media is going to be interpreting this. They're going to say this is dangerous. This is far right. But you know what? I think Canadians in large have had a f are fed up with digesting those lies and that crap and the same nonsense, the same word salad, from the same political idiots and the same idiots in the journalism world who keep regurgitating their own crap week in, week out. They really have started to believe it and they love to repeat it. They love to repeat it. So this, I think, is a turning point for not only the Conservative Party, but for the country. And we need to see more of it. And we need to see 
a change of government. I'm not telling you how to vote. I have a lot of time for the People's Party of Canada and Maxime Bernier. He's a friend of mine. I love the fact he stood up for things that nobody else has. But I'm going to support what, what happened at this convention because it's important to support right when you see it. And I tell you, this was very seminal. This was very groundbreaking. And I think we need to build on this momentum and defeat one way or the other this Justin Trudeau liberal government that is corrosive, caustic, and catastrophic for Canada and for your life and mine. And it's not getting better. It's getting worse. Anyway, I'm going to end it there. Thank you so much for watching today. Remember to ring that bell, subscribe, become a supporter, become a member of the station, support me financially. I need it. I want to keep bringing you the news that you want to hear. And when you ring that bell, you're fighting Trudeau censorship. That means because you get notifications, I'm on again. I've been on every day this week, in the last week. I'm back tomorrow talking about the Tamara Leach, Chris Barber trial in Ottawa that goes on throughout the week, and I've been covering that. And I'm going to be back tomorrow with that because that too is about your freedom and mine. It's about Canadian freedom. It's about standing on guard. And that's what this show is all about. And that's what I'm here for, to stand on guard with you for our freedoms. Thank you for watching. Only $5. You can become a part of that on YouTube, on Substack, and with Buy Me a Coffee, a one-time donation. But I need your support. And from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. If you've already done that, if you're already supporting the station, thank you. But if you haven't, make that decision today. Mm -hmm.